nice to meet you uh, wherever you are now I'm not sure uh, some of you may still be in Vrindavan but many of you have also left Vrindavan and went to your home some have not yet come to Vrindavan uh, of course if you can that would be nice uh, but otherwise um, just uh, be with us in this way. Um, we're gradually approaching the um, the week of Govardhan Puja, and that, of course, is uh, is, is a whole meditation. So here in Vrindavan already. In the mornings, the Bhagavatam class has been uh, about Govardhan, just so that everyone can take some more time to um, get absorbed. And so my uh, my Bhagavatam is still open at, at Govardhan, so I thought, okay, I'll just read something from there. Reading from... The fifth, 25th chapter of the 10th canto, Worshipping Govardhan Hill, text 24. Nana purujana padana gramana grihavayam vanokasas tatanicham vanasela nivasinaha. My dear father, our home is not in the cities or towns or villages, being forest dwellers. We always live in the forests and on the hills. The word Govardhan means that which nourishes the cows. Since Govardhan Hill 
provides abundant grass to feed the cows, the coward man should worship it because their occupation depends on having healthy, well-fed cows. This is explained in two verses. Krishna said, Our home is not in the city or village because we move around herding cows. Our home is the forest and mountains. Text 25. Tasmat gavam brahmananam adris charabhyatam makaha ya indra yoga sambaras tairayam sajatam makaha. Therefore, may a sacrifice for the pleasure of the cows, the brahmanas in Govardhan Hill begin with all par the paraphernalia collected for worshipping Indra. Let this sacrifice be performed instead. Krishna said, The blessings of the Brahmanas give directly perceivable results to us. Therefore, we should worship them, as well as the cows in Govardhan Hill. Krishna speaks this verse after convincing Nanda Maharaj and others. Krishna continued, Let us perform uh, this sacrifice using the ingredients Sambara, meant for Indra. Mm. <coughs> yeah. So here Krishna says, according to Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur, uh, the blessings of the Brahmanas give directly perceivable results to us. Therefore, we should worship them well, as well as the cows in Govardhan Hill. Mm. Namo Brahmanya Devaya Go Brahmani Hitaya Cha Jagat Hitaya Krishnaya Govindaya So yes, we worship the cows, but certainly also the Brahmanas. And although we worship the cows first, because the cows are especially dear to Krishna, uh, the Brahmanas are representing uh, Krishna without uh, hearing from the Brahmanas uh, then what will become of us? Um, then gradually we will lose our vision. Then we will be uh, uh, just driving in the manurat, in the chariot of the, of the mind. Man, manuratina, dati, davato. Um, then driving in this chariot of the mind then naturally we will uh, go up and down and we'll just be controlled by the three modes of material nature. Therefore, uh, hearing of transcendental knowledge from those who are actually studying scriptures and representing scriptures is, uh, is important. And as is mentioned here, the blessings of the brahmanas are important because they give immediate perceivable result. Now, we may not immediately perceive uh, when we get the blessings of the Brahmanas, but we can just see how, uh, how potent the Brahmanas were and how important, how much the culture was such that everyone would agree, yes, the blessings of a Brahmana are so important. Uh, now, you know, that culture is no longer there. We don't, we don't, we no longer are protecting a class of men who are just 
dedicated themselves to uh, to studying and, and and teaching scripture. But this is needed in society. Just those who do that and who faithfully repeat uh, whatever they have heard and read in scripture and no change. Because then there is reliable knowledge in society. Uh, and such reliable knowledge is, is uh, yeah, we all depend um, on such reliable knowledge. Otherwise, how can we... Uh, uh, show me the other scripts. Otherwise, how can we uh, basically uh, find a sense of, a clear sense of direction? Um, so, this hearing is what gives us the direction. And when that hearing is not there, then... Uh, we will just uh, be controlled by by the mind and and the and the senses that are reflecting within the mind, and subsequently we'll go here and there and everywhere. So the hearing is it makes a huge difference. It makes a huge difference because. Uh, then knowing, then we can be conscious of what we're doing with our life, of what we are striving for, the goals are clear. Um, there's no confusion. Still, it says, Balavan Indrian Gramo the senses are so strong that even a man of learning may still be struggling. So, uh, knowledge is not enough. There's a need for more. We can have so much knowledge, but we need also some uh, some juice, some some taste, some attraction. Paramvista nivartate, visayavini vartate, nirahrashidena, rasuvarjam. Rasupyasya paramvista nivartate. That, yeah, we, we, to overcome these visayi, these sense objects, uh, is very difficult. The sense objects are very strong and we will very easily be distracted by them. Yeah. Uh, in fact, it is explained that we have no chance to be successful because the material energy gets its power from Krishna. The material energy is the reflection of the uh, of the material uh, of of the spiritual energy, and because it is the reflection of the spiritual energy, that is why the material energy is infest, in, invested with power and a power greater than the living being. In this way, Maya is. When we are alone facing Maya, then Maya has, uh, has very great strength because Maya is getting, uh, getting her energy, her attributes, all the various weapons that she can release upon us from the spiritual nature. Uh, 
Uh, that is the nature. That is why Maya is so powerful. Yeah. But the living being is just small and infinitesimal. But Daivi Yesa Kunamayi Mama Maya Duratya Mameve Prapadyam Te Mayam Metam Taranti Te. So by taking shelter of of Krishna, I, I want to see the other screens. All five. By taking shelter of Krishna. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Then we can uh, can see. Uh, so Omagyana Timalandasyakanandana Salakya. Then our blindness is disappearing. Avritam jnanam etena yoginam nichavairina kamarupena kuntiya dusparena nalenicha. So uh, lust covers our vision. Um, so yes, uh, we are hearing, hearing about Krishna. And hearing about Krishna is, is very nice. So a little more about Krishna. So Krishna is saying, let many different kinds of food be cooked from sweet rice to vegetable soups, many kinds of fancy cakes, both baked and fried, should be offered. One second, the pages are sticking. Should be prepared. And all the available milk products should be taken for this sacrifice. Pakka. Pakka refers to cooked rice and vegetables. Supanta refers to hot soups. And payasadaya means sweet rice. Samyaya refers to, to fried and baked cakes made of wheat flour. And sarvadoha refers to products of the cow, such as milk and yogurts. The brahmanas who are learned in the Vedic mantras must properly invoke the sacrificial fires. Then you should feed the priests with nicely prepared food and remort them with cows and other gifts. So Krishna is giving so many instructions of how to perform uh, Govardhan Puja. And, and we are, uh, we are, uh, we are, of course, sacrificial fires now we are not so much uh, engaging. Um, kirtan. Now there is kirtan. But the brahmanas are, uh, are being honored. The cows are being honored and cared for. There's always before Govardhan Puja, there is Go Puja. Uh, that is the, uh, the tradition. First, worship the cows. And then go over them because that's how Krishna told to do it. So it's very nice, actually. Um, as we are reading these books, we also appreciate that uh, that so much is reflecting in this movement. Uh, that just as Krishna is performing Govardhan Puja, we are performing Govardhan Puja, and we are following also the directions. Of Krishna. And that makes us feel very much uh, part of the, of the whole thing, um, part of, of Krishna's world. We can see this is 
Krishna's movement, and this movement is reflecting Krishna's words. So yes, this is very nice. Um, here in Vindavan, um, we can just think about Krishna, about his, his nature, his looks, uh, how he received his peacock feather as a token of gratitude from the peacocks. When Krishna played the flute upon their request, then they danced. And when they danced, uh, then Krishna was very satisfied. And at the end, they thanked Krishna for playing the flute and offered a peacock feather. So in this way, we can see everything is, is about exchange. Everything is about love. And we see how Krishna wears his peacock feather to honor the offering of the peacocks. Um, it's a gift given to them by, by, with great love. How can you not respect it? How can you not? So Krishna will wear his peacock feather. So just by entering into such a simple story, we can appreciate that there's more behind the idea of Krishna wearing a peacock feather than merely the externals, but that there is a relationship behind it. And that because of that relationship, Krishna is wearing his, his peacock feather. Yeah, because it was given to him. And what, what better thing could the peacocks give? It is the best. Uh, it is the best they had. Someone writing Balaram and Swan Feather and all that. I, I don't know so much about Balaram Swan Feather, to tell you the <coughs> truth. Um, yeah. yeah, there are so many details that we can uh, glean from the work of the, uh, of the various Vaishnavas, the Goswamis, and, and find out more about Krishna. And that is actually uh, nice and, uh, and valuable. Uh, when we turn to, uh, yeah... Here I'm, I'm reading from Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur's uh, commentaries, and we can read a little more. After giving the appropriate food to everyone else, including such fallen souls as dog and dog eaters, you should give grass to the cows and then present your respectful offerings to Govardhan Hill. Krishna speaks this verse in order to make all classes of Rajabhasis favorable to his proposal. Everyone from the Brahmin Vaishnavas down to the dogs and dog eaters. You should feed grass to the cows and worship Govardhan Hill with sandalwood flowers and offer respectful offerings. Um, and other respectful offerings, Bali. After everyone has eaten to his satisfaction, you should all dress and decorate yourself handsomely. Smear your bodies with sandalwood paste and then circumambulate the cows, the Brahmanas, sacrificial fires and go over downhill. This is my idea, O oh Father, and you may carry it out if it appeals to you. 
Such a sacrifice will be very dear to the cows, the brahmanas in Govardhan Hill, and also to me. Sukadev Goswami said, Lord Krishna, who is himself powerful time, desired to destroy the false pride of Lord Indra. When Nanda and the other senior men of Vrindavan heard Sri Krishna's statement, they accepted his words as proper. Hmm. Bhagavan Sri Krishna is addressed as Kala Atmana, the time force, to indicate that Krishna will destroy the sacrifice to Indra. After hearing from Krishna, Nanda Maharaj and the cowherd man accepted his proposal. Hmm. The cowherd community then did all that Madhusudan had suggested. They arranged for the Brahmanas to recite the auspicious Vedic mantras, and using the paraphernalia that had been intended for Indra's sacrifice, they prepared offerings to Govardhan Hill and the Brahmanas with reverential respect. They also gave the grass to the cows, then placing the cows, bulls, and calves in front of them. Uh, they circumambulated Govardhan Hill. The coward men respectfully, Adrita, offered the Brahmanas in Govardhan Hill, Giridvijan, uh, the items meant for Indra. They also gave grass to the cows, Gavam, placed the cows in front of them and circumambulated Govardhan Hill. As the beautifully ornamented coward ladies followed along, riding on wagons drawn by oxen, they sang the glories of Lord Krishna, and their song mingled with the Brahmanas, chanting of benedictions. Mm. So, Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur, after yoking the bulls to the carts, the coward men and women went around Govardhan Hill, their beautiful songs glorifying Krishna, blended harmoniously with the Brahmanas' prayers of benedictions. Just visualize that. Brahmanas chanting mantras and the ladies in, in, in ox carts chanting beautiful songs. I mean, what a scene, right? What, a, what an amazing scene. So, in this way we can uh, appreciate appreciate the culture of Krishna. And, and in Vrindavan still, uh, in the villages, so many things are, are unaltered, the same, the same tradition, still there. Mm. So, and this is truly the way for the world, right? We're waiting for the day that there will be bullock carts all over the world. We're waiting for the day when there will be no more highways. We're waiting for the days when all these cars will have gone. We're waiting for the days when there will be no more factories. We're waiting for the days when simply uh, the herbs in the forest will become strong again because the uh, the air is pure and the water is pure and the blessings of the Lord are on the land. And then that the land will produce enough grain 
that the Kshatriya kings will protect people from wild animals in the forests, that the, the rivers, the, the forests will produce herbs, jewels, um, that ample of gold will be available for ornaments and all these things. So all these things, yeah, the echo came in, we know. We could hear it here too. That's why I stopped for a moment. Uh, anyhow, so we begin our, our meeting today with a little meditation on, uh, on the transcendental world, uh, a little meditation on uh, Krishna consciousness and just direct Krishna and his world. Now uh, we're going to our world and to Krishna in our world. Now echo cuts in. Now the internet. Now when someone cooks a meal, it sounds like a car workshop. It's, it's, it's just, uh, the kitchen has become a factory. The, uh, the world is just predominated by machines, uh, chemicals everywhere. And, uh, our, our memory is in our phone and not in our head any longer. Uh, yeah. Somehow or other, everything is uh, so complicated in this world. And here we are. Um, so we've made it like that. That's all right. But by chanting Hare Krishna, everything becomes spiritualized. Um, the chanting of Hare Krishna pierces right through all these layers of covering. It is not affected by, uh, by the material energy. The chanting of Hare Krishna is immediately grabbing the, the mind and begins to, uh, to fill the mind. Um, and, and slowly it begins to, uh, purify our thought patterns. It just penetrates into the heart. The Chaitanya Charitamrita says, Nietzsche Siddha Krishna Prem Sadhya Kabunai, Shavanadi Sudha Chitta Kariya Udai, that is awakening in us something that's already there. Uh, reawakening the dormant Krishna consciousness. So in that way, uh, we appreciate that uh, we are, uh, yeah, um, that Krishna can just enter into our world. Right? And one can take anything material, nirbandha, krishna, sambandha, yukta, vairagya, ujjate, and connect it with Krishna. 
and somehow or other use it for the service of Krishna. And in that way, uh, the, suddenly the material nature of things is transformed. Uh, suddenly the, the terrible Maya has become Krishnaized. And that system of Yukta Vairagya is our formula. That is how we are dealing with uh, the world that we live in. Connect with Krishna. Just use the things of this world. Connect with Krishna. And, and if we don't see how to connect things with Krishna, then don't use them. But maybe someone else will see. I always give the example of of, uh, of the bottle of whiskey. What are we going to do uh, with a bottle of whiskey? What would I do if someone would give me a bottle of whiskey? But like, uh, you know, I said, well, I'd keep it. I'd keep it. I said, oh, you know, what would you do with it? Uh, would you... Uh, would you sometimes use it as blood thinner? <laughs> so, no, no, no. Personally, uh, I've seen in the Western movies, right, in my days when I used to watch cowboy movies, you always saw the cowboys, uh, you know, when, when, when someone was injured, then they used whiskey as disinfectant, right? So that's what I would keep it for. It's, it's a good uh, disinfectant. Yeah. Old bottle, not too bad, right? So, what to speak of tequila? Huh? Yeah, so like that. These things are for the outside, not for the insides. Very simple. So everything. So it takes a little bit of intelligence, but if we figure it out, then we can see that things can be engaged in the service of Krishna. And that is my point. An example of uh, creative use uh, of, of something in the service of Krishna is there in Srila Prabhupada in that story where um, one Mayavadi uh, came up after the program and saying how nice it was and how much he appreciated it and that he also had uh, his own uh, ashram and so on and actually... He had some nice brochure of his ashram and he showed the brochure to Prabhupada. And Prabhupada said, oh, nice brochure. And then he said, yes, yes, very nice. I have a whole box for you. And he gave Prabhupada a whole box. And then Prabhupada had his whole box of these Mayavad brochures. Prabhupada told the devotees, please keep the box. On the next Sunday program, he asked for the box to be brought out. And then he asked for the brochures to be distributed to everyone. And finally, Prabhupada asked all the guests if they had a brochure. And the devotees thought, what's going on? I mean, this is Mayavat. This is radioactive. This is like, you know, the worst thing. And then Prabhupada said, everyone got one? Good. Now open the brochure and put it flat on the ground in front of you. And Prabhupada used the box, the, the brochures, uh, for as plates to serve prasadam and in this way engaged that mayavadi and purified him and in this way he used these mayavadi brochures in the service of krishna so just an example of yukta vairagya 
somehow or other, when we connect with Krishna, everything uh, becomes transcendental, right? And that is the art of living in the modern world. Uh, it's like there is this particular group and they are, they've got that slogan, the art of living, but they don't know the art of living, right? It's only Krishna consciousness is the only way to live. There is no other way to live. And anything else is bluff. And, and uh, when the uh, paint company was advertising uh, on a billboard and there was a picture of a globe and a hand just splashing paint on, on the planet. And then under it said, we change the face of the earth. And Prabhupada said, that's us. That's us. Right. Uh, yes. So that is true. Um, Krishna is the proprietor. Um, Krishna is the supreme proprietor. Therefore, it all belongs to Krishna and to nobody else. Anyway, we are living <clears throat> in this world, chanting Hare Krishna, and then and using the Yukta Vairagya approach of Rupa Goswami to deal with uh, with our uh, yeah. yeah we're using the Yukta to deal with the material energy. That's how uh, how it's done. <laughs> Asasaki just walked in here in the middle of our Zoom with a papaya. And it's traditional. I've been watching her on many Zooms. And, I, and she, was all, she could never sit still. She's always doing things, always running here, going somewhere, <laughs> running here, running there, cooking something. But every Zoom, everyone else is sitting quietly in their box. But Asasaki is on the move. Yeah. So she just walks straight into the room. You don't see what's going on behind the screen, but it's it's a it's a whole world out there. And I'm and I'm sitting here on a sofa, and there's like two powerful uh, movie lights. I didn't have makeup on, which is one of the problems. If I would, I would look a little better. I look a little pale in all this light. I know. And uh, so, and then we have, uh, and the door is opening and closing every two minutes, which next week I'm going to lock it and put a guard outside, a big dog, German shepherd, <laughs> an unfriendly one. Yeah. Um, so... What to do? Uh, it's, it's necessary. Um, I've seen many uh, non-disturbed signs over the, over the years. And uh, some people get very creative, you know. Some, some have non-disturbed signs with teeth. Others have uh, uh, folded hands or... Uh, 
I just wait for the door to be finished. It's like every time the door opens, part of my mind slips out the door. It's like, it's like some of my energy just shoof, goes out the door. Yeah, that's what really happens. That's why I'm complaining about the door. Because I go, Ooh, I try to grab it, but it's, it's gone, it's out. Mm. Yeah. But it's okay. This is the age of Kali. And in the age of Kali, the age of Kali is the age of dis distraction. Right? And uh, we are all constantly being distracted. And it becomes so uh, overpowering that at one point uh, we just go along with it. We just let it take over. Uh, it is whatever happens. So we lose our internal focus, our internal purpose, and we are being lived by external things. And for most people, that's just, that's just life. But of course, uh, that's not spiritual life. Spiritual life is, is very purposeful. Spiritual life means uh, that by regular hearing and chanting, we become very clear as to what our goal is. And we become sense-controlled. And our mind becomes controlled. And therefore, we are able to, uh, to focus and able to do uh, to fulfill our purpose. Anyway, that's, uh, that's the idea. And that's our philosophy. Uh, of course, uh, there are plenty of material circumstances which are uh, overpowering. Uh, and, uh, and it depends also on one's constitution. Uh, it's like Kafa, Pita Vata. Uh, Madhva is quite Kafa, if you haven't noticed it yet. Uh, um, and I've seen, I've seen him chanting, and I saw how while he was chanting in Italy once, uh, the, uh, the sound stopped working, right? And he didn't even open his eyes. He just kept on sitting, and he just kept his eyes closed and kept on playing. Now, uh, in my case, I would open my eyes for sure, and send some thunderbolts to uh, to the technician and many other things, right? Because I don't have such a kafa nature. So uh, some of us may respond more, some of us may respond less uh, towards uh, external distraction. It certainly is a blessing if one has that a nature where one can just switch off and be completely focused. Uh, it helps in japa. Uh, uh, chanting japa with the vata nature is like, uh, uh, it goes quick. That's the good part of it. It goes very quick. 
for Vata people. They chant much, they do it uh, in much less time than the Kapha people. The Kapha people, they take their time in deep concentration. The Vata people, they fly through their rounds. I don't know how much they've heard of their rounds and how much they remember their rounds. But the rounds are already, oh, they're already finished. Jeez, how did, how did that happen? Kind of thing. Anyway, different natures. So we all have our natures. Um, but still, um, we try to create an environment where we can be, where we can get absorbed and we practicing being absorbed. We're practicing building up some energy that uh, is filled with Krishna. Krishna consciousness is something we build up. It's a regular practice of remembrance. Uh, we hear and chant, and then that creates more and more remembrance. It changes our meditation, and gradually uh, we start to chant with a meditation. And gradually uh, we serve Krishna, make sacrifices in service, and as a result, uh, all the sacrifices we make in service, we uh, we conquer the pushings of the senses and the, the mind, and we can more and more subdue the mind on the strength of devotional service. And, and so gradually, our absorption is increasing. And that's the idea. That's the idea. Um, it's not that Krishna consciousness is just a matter of chant Hare Krishna, hear about Krishna, uh, engage in devotional service and build up your spiritual benefit and then hope that uh, that will be enough, you know, that our bank balance will be filled enough at the end of our life so that we get all the benefits. No, we also try. We also try very much to... Uh, yeah, to uh, get deeply, deeply absorbed uh, in remembering Krishna. So that is our challenge. This month of Kartik is particularly a month where we are trying to increase that absorption uh, and that meditation. That's why in Kartik, People take vows to do something extra. Um, they take vows to go a little deeper. Um, okay, hold on the door. <laughs> now, okay. These guys, they live here. I guess I can't uh, get on their case. Are you going to turn on the AC? Can you bring my chatter? Yeah. It wasn't that hot. Huh? Yeah. 
we they were all happy without the AC. Okay, Hare Krishna. Yeah, what can we do? The um, talking about distraction. Mm. Yeah. I was saying the month of Kartik. So the month of Kartik is uh, is meant for uh, for that absorption and to somehow or other increase it. If we're talking about vows of Rata in the month of Kartik, it's for that purpose that we do something uh, to build up uh, a bit better remembrance of Krishna. And by more remembrance of Krishna, then we can, uh, yeah, then focus will start to take place. Mm. So let us somehow or other uh, try that. Uh, and the month of Kartik is then meant as a, as a month to, uh, to boost the rest of the year. Uh, so that brings us to the uh, to the Vaishnav calendar, and the Vaishnav calendar is not just something that's also there and that uh, we are only concerned with on fast days, but the Vaishnav calendar is something we are. Uh, It's, uh, it's our life. It shapes our life. The idea is to, uh, to build our life around these, this Vaishnava calendar and worship accordingly. And so this, uh, this month of, uh, of Kartik is not to be overlooked. And, uh, we, we should use this month to, uh, to increase our absorption, and it will spill over into uh, the rest of the year, which is uh, very important. Of course, you know, in the beginning, it's just, okay, it's Govardhan Puja. Okay, it's Prabhupada's Disappearance Day. Jeez, so many festivals. Oh, we had Radha Kun's Appearance Day. So many festivals in this month of Kartik. But gradually, we will see that this month of Kartik is there for that purpose, for us to increase our absorption. And when we just surrender to that system, this, uh, <clears throat> this is uh, Krishna's system. This is uh, this Vaishnava calendar, this Panjika. It is Krishna's system. It is the, uh, it is the Vedic calendar. Um, these days uh, are meant to be absorbed. 
Madhavatiti Bhakti Janani, uh, that uh, devotional service is born from observing the Madhavatiti. And then we add the appearance and disappearance days of great Vaishnavas to this, uh, this Vaishnav calendar. And then uh, we just observe, worship on the prescribed days, remembrance on the prescribed days. And just by doing so, uh, uh, we become more purposeful. So now this month of Kartik is, is the uh, great opportunity for us. Okay, now I've talked long enough, and now I'll start uh, taking the questions. And if there's a show of hands, <coughs> then I'll take the show of hands from the people online, because this is for them. Yeah, okay, Janavi Chandrikach. And men can also raise their hand. <laughs> I'm a sannyasi. When it's all, all women, then I'm not inspired. Of course, Janavi Chandrika has put a turban on to look like a coward boy, so that helps. I'm actually in the kitchen, that's why. I see. So, I wanted to ask... Uh, Sometimes what happens is that you receive an instruction that you can objectively know it's a really good instruction. You know, if you if I end up following it, then I will really advance the spiritual life. But uh, I'm just like not ready to follow it. It's just like yeah. you know, my line of rejects the idea. But then the, on the other hand, we have Dhritarashtra, who received all these like amazing instructions, but he uh -huh. he was never able to take any of them. Therefore, you know, it ended up how it ended. So, is there like yeah. any sort of balance between? Yeah, you might also also wind up burning in hell if you go on like this. Uh oh, not following the good, uh -huh. not following the good instructions. My God. Um. Yeah, well, you know, we uh, obviously uh, find some things very difficult. Yeah, some things are not so easy to follow, but uh, we try. We cannot just. Uh, uh, I'm going to look at myself now. That's extremely austere. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. Sorry. Um, so when there are things that, that we can... Switch off microphones, please. Somebody is not muted. Somebody is not muted. Make sure you're muted. Can you check that you're muted? Because we hear you. Now you're muted. Yes. Okay, so uh, so I guess you have to build up your surrender. 
So sometimes if there are things we cannot yet surrender to, then let's just concentrate and work hard in the areas where we can surrender. There we will get some strength. And then uh, we can gradually uh, take the bigger step. That's the idea. You see. But if it's, if it's a serious thing, that you cannot neglect. You know, basic things you have to do, of course. You know, your initiation vows and those things, yeah. They are not negotiable. Okay, next. Julan. I want more men. Julan, we cannot hear you. Ah, now I can unmute. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Namaraj. Thank you. Um, how you said we hear and chant to be guided by Krishna. And we have, when we leave our life, we have lots of choices. And every choice is seemingly um, Krishna's. Uh, so how do we know um, we are guided by Krishna when you make choice? Mm. There, we, we do have many choices. And it's not that uh, there is, that is only one Krishna conscious choice and all other choices are Maya. And now here are like the choices in front of us. And there's one that's Krishna conscious and the other ones are Maya. And which one is the Krishna conscious one? And oh, oh I hope I'm not. They, many look good actually. And now which one to choose? Uh, yes, but there is, you can choose more things for Krishna. It's fine. We can choose to live in a temple for Krishna. We can choose to go get a job for Krishna. We can choose to get a, to study and live a life for Krishna, right? So there are different paths we can go in life and choices we can make. But uh, in each situation, we maintain the, the guidelines that Krishna gives us, okay? The starting four regulated principles and 16 bounds, but there are more guidelines. So Krishna gives us a package of guidelines and that package of guidelines is what will, uh, they were always with us. Huh? Okay. I said four X and 16 rounds, but also uh, we are respectful to the Vaishnavas about the Vaishnavas, respectful to, about the, to us, the scripture, respectful to us, the deities. And, and basically respectful towards all living beings. So to have an attitude of respect uh, is, is, is helpful. Yeah. We see, of course, that Asian cultures, like, you know, you are from Korea, Asian cultures have that more than Western cultures, you know? Respect, yeah, what are you talking about, you know? Uh, uh, in, uh, uh, in Korea and China or in Asia, everyone is like, you know, like speaking more respectful. So that has, that's something uh, that's also there in, in, in the culture, in the Vedic culture, 
So it's an element of Vedic culture that comes. And in our Vaishnav culture also, we don't have to be artificially respectful, but uh, more than externally respectful, we should be respectful from the heart. But like that, there are many guidelines about how to live. And then we make our choices. You know, and whether you want to live in one country or in another country, whether you want to live in a temple or work outside, whether you want to be married or not married, and so on and so on. That's all, uh, we have all these choices to make. But the basic guidelines of the Krishna conscious process and teachings that we follow, like that. Okay, uh, I'm gonna jump ahead a little bit and take Gopi John because it's the first time that he is asking a question now. I haven't spoken to him. Then I'll go back to the beginning. Okay, Gopi John. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hare Krishna. Good to see you. Good to see you as well. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask how. How can I be a proper servant and um, serve you in a way that is pleasing to you? Ah, yeah, that's a nice question. Uh, yeah, it's it's two things, you know. It's it's achar and prachar. It's in living like a devotee, chanting and all those things, and the other thing is being part of some preaching. Okay. And you need to do both, you know. I mean, it's need to uh, get involved in something, uh, Harinam or uh, festivals or some uh, some life is needed. Right? If we're just sitting home and just trying to chant every day and try to follow the four regulated principles, and so it becomes very dry, becomes very hard. So we need to be part of. of take some initiatives and, and somehow or other join with some other devotees and and go have a big Harinam and and, uh, and do something transcendentally like that, you know, to, to uh, not only to enliven people, but to enliven ourselves also. So both, both things are needed. That's, uh, that's what I would like to see. And, and when there's a festival, you know, when there's a Ratriatri in Durban, oh, don't miss it. Somehow or other, you know, go. Right? Or wherever the Ratriatri is, go. Don't, don't miss out. Because it will give you so much life. So much juice. Yes. Like that. That's how you can please me by... No, I mean, what do I want to see? I want to see that you are inspired in Krishna consciousness. So if, if you get, if you do, if you have good sadhana and you're involved in some preaching, then I'm pretty happy. No. Thank you. Okay, next. Thank you so much. 
Um, I just wanted to ask, um, you know, many of us are in Vrindavan right now. And um, so there's been a lot of inspiration from senior Vaishnavs and things like that. And uh, we want to try to at least maintain that momentum that we've gained from them. And uh, some, so some of us are going to go back to work or some of us may be in a devotional environment. Um, and even in a devotional environment, sometimes it just feels like it's crisis management or work. Or it's, it's actually difficult. Yeah. So, so how do we maintain like our inspiration throughout of that? Because even in that devotional service, it, it sometimes doesn't even feel like it's service. Yeah, sometimes it feels just like work. <laughs> I know. <laughs> True. Uh, yeah. What can I say? Um, so to maintain the inspiration, you cannot artificially keep inspiration, right? You just cannot like, I'm going to hold on to the inspiration. I'm going to hold on to the inspiration. I'm going to hold on to the inspiration. It will slip away uh, with time. And the only way is just like the iron in fire. Yes, we have to heat the iron again and again to keep it hot. So that's the answer. We need to again and again look for association, again and again look for inspiration. Uh, yes, again and again, we need to be part of something that is, is lively. Huh? It's like there was a time when you were doing uh, a lot of cooking in Durban for the deities in that tower. You know, they have a tower in Durban where everyone is just locked up. And they're cooking for the deities all, all day. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's sort of the ivory tower. Uh, so I told her to go out at least a couple times a week and, and, and do some preaching, join the youth preaching. And isn't it good <laughs> that you're doing that? Isn't it fun that you're having a bit of like, you know, contact with youth preaching? Doesn't it bring new life to putting the spices in the mix? Yeah. So that's the answer. Start looking for opportunities to bring new life into our spiritual life. Next. Speak, speak, speak. Unmuting not possible. Sudama wants to be unmuted. Yeah? You're unmuted. Can you unmute Sudama? Otherwise, I go to Tribhanga Sham. Okay, I'll go to Tribhanga Sham and then I'll see Sudama after. Sribangasham, not unmuting. Yeah, I was just unmuted by Hare Krishna Guru Maharaj. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah, very good. We all hear you. Not only me. Uh, please accept my obeisances. Uh, Maharaj, uh, I'm trying to get my understanding right in this uh, one of the questions popping up in my mind for some time. You know, generally, we speak about uh, 
the aspect of sincerity, how important it is for our spiritual progress, not just excellence, but also sincerity of effort. But in uh, any aspect of life, I find that uh, with the material endeavors, goals or spiritual endeavors, if a sincerity is there, generally the results follow. Now I'm trying to combine the two or get my understanding right, that uh, when the sincerity is there, we can actually, even if you're not spiritual in nature, uh, aspiring for material goals, then generally the results follow. How can we say that uh, in a spiritual on spiritual path, when we apply with sincerity, it's the mercy flowing that actually helping us uh, get better in our bhakti and not the sincerity of effort. Okay. Um, Kunti Devi is speaking about uh, austerity and points out that we have to become a kinchanagocharam, that we have to become materially exhausted to be uh, uh, really, yeah, to have a capacity to be sincere. And that it's not just uh, uh, automatic, it may take time. So sincerity, yes, but how much sincerity do we have? Um, we have a certain degree of sincerity. It's not that, uh, that that's it, that we have to bring a certain amount of sincerity and then that's it. No, the sincerity is also growing as we are step by step surrendering in the process in devotional service. All of us are being confronted with situations in service where we have to surrender. So by this surrender in service, our sincerity is growing and then our capacity is increasing. So that's important to also understand is that there is a growth of the sincerity. Um, so in the beginning, therefore, our surrender may be limited, but we find an engagement that sort of suits our nature, something we can do. And by doing so, we become purified and then gradually we'll be able to do uh, other things also, easier, more easy. Mm. So over time, then, then we can go deeper, Maybe then we can really study the scriptures. Maybe in the beginning we're too passionate to do so. And we need to first, uh, first engage the passion like that. It's, um, we just apply ourselves to the service that is in front of us. And then uh, gradually everything can develop. Yeah. So it's a, it's not an overnighter. It is a gradual step-by-step uh, -step surrender. And by surrendering to some things, that will prepare us for, for a bigger surrender. Okay. Sorry. Just to, I'm trying to, uh, yeah, thank you for that. Just to uh, take it a uh, final step, how do I see that uh, the realization I'm getting 
or the progress I'm seeing is that I can see Krishna's hand in that rather than just as a, as a result of uh, applying myself and the results are following as a result of that. Sometimes I'm, it, it could be negative outcome or a positive outcome. How can I say that Krishna is actually interfering or Krishna is actually with the Krishna's hand in that so I can actually accept and move forward? Mm-hmm. Bhagavatam, by regular hearing of Bhagavatam, Bhagavatam is trying to give us the understanding how everything depends on Krishna, how whatever power we have is a gift of Krishna, and that without Krishna's sanctioning, uh, we cannot do anything or or perceive anything and so on. So um, Krishna's hand is always there, and Krishna also gives us a certain amount of independence. And that independence means that uh, we have to do something. And then by our work, there also may be results. Krishna has granted that result. He was part of allowing it to happen. But it, uh, but we achieve things by our endeavors also. And that's not like that we are the ultimate cause of the result, but it means Krishna has given us some independence and we can actually achieve something and do something. So I think we just have to think more philosophically. We have to start seeing the world that we live in more in the framework of the Bhagavatam by more hearing from Bhagavatam. And then through Bhagavatam, we can see how Krishna is behind everything. Okay. okay, Sudama, have you unmuted now? No, you haven't unmuted. We see your lips moving, but I can't read lips. Hare Krishna? Yes. Okay. Hare Krishna Maharaj, thank you very much. Uh, uh, I have a question when you are explaining how to celebrate the Govardhan uh, Puja that no. uh, mentions about offering food stuff to dog dog eaters then to the brahmanas then to the cows and then to the govardhan um, usually in the temples when we do worship we first uh, offer our prayers and worship to the main deities and then come to the next and next and then come to the gurus and here we see the uh, different this is one question and second is actually how do we celebrate in western world by the way it said it's it said the brahmanas who are learned in vedic mantras must properly invoke sacrificial fires then you should feed the priests with nicely prepared food and reward them with cows and other gifts after giving the appropriate food to everyone else including such fallen souls uh, as dogs and dog eaters you should give grass to the cows and then present your respectful offerings to govardhan hill so the brahmanas were given first. Um, yes, we should follow as much as is applicable. Um, they, these instructions were given to Nanda Maharaj at, in a different yuga, in Dwapara Yuga. So the Yuga Dharma was different. Now uh, the Yuga Dharma is Kalotat Hari Kirtana, that is Hari Kirtan. So where there's yagyas prescribed, we 
uh, we can instead perform the Yagi for the age, Kirtan. But otherwise, yes, let us feed the Brahmanas, let us uh, feed the dogs and the dog eaters. Yes, 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 let us do so. Now, if you do that before or after, that doesn't matter so much. Uh, for practical purposes, you may uh, uh, offer the hill and then uh, offer it, uh, distribute the remnants to, to everyone. Okay. In India, you know, there, there are so many people, there are so many festivals, there are there are so many donations, uh, so many possibilities to celebrate these festivals, very big. In the West, that's much more difficult. So you just offer your hill and, uh, but worship the cows and uh, worship Govardhan and distribute the prasadam to all, not only to the devotees, but to everyone. Okay, yeah. Next. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, dear Guru Maharaj. Yes, Hare Please Krishna. take my blessings. Hare Krishna. Thank you so much for the lecture. And I have one question about uh, about the girl. Prabhupada um, told in one lecture that. Um, uh, one family, they wanted to organize some marriage for their daughter. And um, the father of the daughter, he uh, asked uh, the father of the groom uh, about, uh, can uh, your daughter dance nicely? And uh, her father was uh, very upset. And um, he told that my daughter is not like a prostitute, something like this. And... Uh, is it okay uh, now for girls dance uh, in the public? Because uh, they, as they begin to want uh, attention further, they started to mix with the boys, communicate with them, you know, and uh, very closely. And um, is it okay for their next marriage? Because yes, now, now it's okay. Now it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Um, we see that uh, many festivals, ladies are are dancing, and if it's done devotionally, then uh, you know, nice devotional dance, then it's all right. Yeah, it has to be in good taste. Yeah, and uh, so if it's traditional dancing, then it's then it's fine. It's good. Can be used for preaching as we see everywhere. Our Indra Jumna Maharaj has been very successful in attracting many, many people. And you know, he has his dancers and all these things. Also can dance on Harinam. It's good. So let the girls dance. We're not part of a Vedic culture. Where the where the girls have to just cover their heads and always, you know, sort of uh, speak from behind the cloth. That's not our movement. Uh, we are the Sankirtan movement, and in the Sankirtan movement, we can uh, engage both the boys 
and the girls in the service of Krishna. Yeah. And, uh, but, you know, okay, you know, like there is obviously some butterfire energy between male and female, especially young people. And therefore, uh, as a mother, you're, you're guiding that, you know, that it doesn't, that is not free mixing. Yeah. But some mixing in this age is, is, is also there. So I wish you well with your up with your growing daughter, and may she uh, may she happily dance and chant Hare Krishna. She she already gave a small vow to chant one big round on Kartik. She won a crown. I can't hear. Oh, she chants one round. That's good. Good start. Fifteen more to go. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yes, not bad. Yeah. Thank you. Hare Krishna. Yeah. Next. 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 Hare Krishna. Yeah. We, we hear you very softly. Can you make yourself louder, volume up? Hare Krishna, Gumarat. Yes, better. Um, I have a question that um, you, you mentioned that we have to uh, sur surrender to Krishna. Sorry, I have to understand my English. My English. No, and, yeah. And we have to surrender to Krishna and and we do our homework. Homework, yeah. And then I, I, ha I have an experience that I've been, um, I spoke with you before in uh, Vrindavan. I was looking for apartment that we want to, we hope that we can get it in a close to temple. And it was so difficult after three months. And I, I was thinking, I think if I cannot get the place here, I, I think Krishna has better place for me. And then I would try for three months and I finally I was gave up and then I complained. I, I don't want to complain, but I at that time I just give up. I said, I don't know Krishna what you want. I said, I tried to do my service and I cannot focus on my service and everything. He just distracted me a lot. And then after the night I complained, next day I go to the apartment. Uh -huh. Uh -oh. <laughs> I, I just like after I complain and then everything and then I feel guilty after that. Yeah. <laughs> and did you did you complain again about other things to Krishna as well? No, I don't want to complain. But this time I complain. Okay. I said I'm sorry. That <laughs> I finally complained and I'm tired. Looking yeah. Back. Well, sometimes. Sometimes it is tough, right? We are all struggling. You know, we're trying, we're trying to be devotees, and then even Yudhisthira Maharaj in the Bhagavatam, you know, uh, it it was just the Pandavas. They they went through so much trouble, right? So much trouble. They were driven from the palace. Had to go to the forest. They. They just almost eaten by cannibals, uh, bima poisoned by poison cake, and so many things. You know, they almost died in fire, and 
Yudhisthira said, well, you know, Krishna, if this is how you treat your devotees, <laughs> then what are you doing to your enemies? You know? <laughs> it's like, uh, it's like, so everyone sometimes feels that it gets a bit too much, right? And Krishna also, uh, he understands. So that's why when it got too much for you, Krishna, okay, okay, I'll give you something. Yes. Uh, I was thinking that maybe Krishna play a little bit to me. But, but in general, of course, we're not going to turn to Krishna for material things, you know. Uh, sometimes you just feel like it's just really, really getting difficult. And, um, and, Krish and we're struggling and suffering. Uh, we're not transcendental, we're just suffering. So we know that uh, it's, it's, uh, that we should be transcendental, but we are not. And Krishna also understands that we are conditioned, so he will help. But we're not going to go to Krishna and ask him for all kinds of material things. We have to try. We have to try to somehow or other tolerate it uh, and carry on and, and leave it up to Krishna. So good luck. Good. Yeah. Yes. I'm, I'm happy you got what you wanted for your Krishna consciousness. It was a Krishna conscious desire. So I'm glad Krishna fulfilled it. Yes. Next. Yeah, dear Krishna. Hare Krishna Guru Maharaj. Um, thank you very much for the class. And uh, um, you can hear me? Yeah, yeah, we can hear you. Um, my question is regarding your uh, adventure. You, in the previous class, once you shared that one time you you know you were uh, your adventures were external, and it came you came to a time in your life that um, you lost so many things, and then um, your adventures became internal, internal adventure. Internal. And uh, so in, in, in Karuna Care, as you know, Maharaj, you know, we, we learn about the feelings and how to deal with the feelings, you know, when we are detached, when we are grieving the loss and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. I was wondering if you would share your an example of your internal adventure. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> internal adventure um well you know like uh um the word adventure is is a, is a big word because um internal life is there an internal experience whether it's uh, always such an adventure sometimes uh, it's not adventurous enough and uh, sometimes it's, uh, it's, 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 it's a bit, 
there's a dryness to life. Um, um, we are not Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who is overwhelmed by wave after wave of Krishna Prem. We are on different levels uh, in this in this bhakti, and um, we um, we may have tastes, huh? but even in very advanced stages, even in bhava, we, one one still may experience some uh, some sense of an of an obstacle in life. So, uh, internal life. When everything is, when we feel that our desires are uh, are fulfilled spiritually, then we're very enlivened. When we are feeling that our desires are not fulfilled spiritually, then we get a bit frustrated <clears throat> and we have to deal with that. So... Um, And um, we go through through the motions of life, which for, force us to uh, um, to adjust. And um, so currently, I am going through a state of uh, of adjustment because my life has been uh, uh, active, and in that way. Um, my external life has been adventurous, which has given me uh, inspiration. It suits my nature. So all these years, uh, I've had uh, lots of fun. By uh, so, so now I'm sitting here, waiting, 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 waiting. Um, so there's a lot of waiting. Yeah. I'm sort of in the waiting room. Um, writing is, 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 has not been easy for me. Um, it's slow. Um, I'm not a good writer. So although I want to be, uh, it doesn't come quick and easy for me. I can write some nice things, but it just is an effort. So I've taken writing as, as a goal. So that's a little frustrating because my ability to produce what I want, I'm not getting. So I'm struggling like others with that. I'm not ex achieving the goal I want to achieve. <laughs> and, um, and I'm not ready to uh, surrender to defeat. Yeah. So I keep on uh, str struggling and fighting for my goal and thinking of new ways. I've engaged some, I've delegated now. I've engaged lots of people to do work for me and pre-digest things so that they, they already got things on paper and all I have to do is edit it a bit. And then, uh, so I'm trying in, in various ways to, uh, to move along. Um, in my in my writing project, and uh, but there's a lot of struggle there for me in in such an activity because it's not my natural activity. 
It's not what I normally do, but I'm trying. So there's some adjustment and struggle in this period uh, with my engagement. Um, yeah, I have to stick by my choice. I'm in Vindavan now. Now I have to stick it out. So I'm trying, I'm, I'm getting absorbed in my puja. I am uh, finding uh, satisfaction there. Uh, I'm not performing up to the level of, of the desired level in what I want with, with writing. But what to do? There's fatigue, there is... Uh, there's uh, some of the physical symptoms of the disease that get in the way. So, yeah, I have to also accept that ultimately in life there is a certain amount of acceptance coming to a point where we give up our own uh, ideas. But, uh, yeah... Uh, but I'm not fully ready to just throw in the towel. <laughs> I'll carry on and uh, keep on working. See what uh, what we can do in the end. So that, in other words, a, a transformation is going on. Yeah, you know, such a word, transformation is a big, big word. But uh, obviously, uh, Maharaj Pariksit, at the end of his life, uh, stopped ruling the kingdom and just sat down to hear Srimad Bhagavatam. So we have that scriptural example of what to do when we get uh, a notice, you know, uh, so in my case, I got a notice. So uh, now I have to follow in the footsteps of Maharaj Pariksit. So I'm trying to uh, to do so, and uh, that's an element of, of there's an element of personal struggle in that because it's a change, big change of uh, of my life. Partially, uh, I miss the dynamic uh, life of just going out and just, uh, you know, part of me wouldn't mind jumping on a plane after Prabhupada's uh, appearance day and uh, do a world tour. Uh, but then, yeah, well, and, and probably many of you would think, yeah, that's a great idea. Why don't you just come straight over? Yeah, we'll pay ticket number one. Uh, but that may not be the, uh, uh, the wisest thing to do. Uh, so, therefore, uh, I'll stay and, and grow into this new situation. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you very much for sharing. Okay, with that, uh, I have to pack up because uh, 
I'm I'm uh, also uh, singing this afternoon, a little later this afternoon, in uh, the MVT. They have some anniversary, and uh, so I need a little break after this. Otherwise, it gets a bit overkill. So uh, happy to have seen you, and uh, yeah, tune in again next week and. Uh, all best wishes to uh, to you. Uh, it's uh, nice to look in your living rooms and uh, some places look really cold. People are dressed up more. <laughs> uh. <laughs> to do so all the good wishes to all of you Hare Krishna